This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only nationally syndicated golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by Acura, precision-crafted performance. Acura, celebrating 30 years in Canada. Visit Acura.ca for the 2018 lineup and dealership incentives. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sakino and Bob Weeks. Welcome to GTC. Mark Zacchino with you here in studio. Bob and Adam not with me this week, but a part of today's show as it's a very special show. It's our best of TaylorMade Golf 2018 edition of Golf Talk Canada. And when you talk TaylorMade, you talk Twist Face, you talk Rib Core, you talk TP5, High Toe Wedge, and you talk some of the best players in the world using the product. Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Nick Taylor, and we're going to hear from all those players today. Nick Taylor, who won a few years ago at the Sanderson Farms Championship, one of the highest ranked Canadians in the world. We talked to him earlier this year. You're going to hear from Nick. Dustin Johnson, our Canadian Open champion, who got it done with some monster drives at what will be the final Canadian Open at Glen Abbey Golf Club, and he really dominated with the driver. Yes, you got to make putts, but on the final day, Sunday at Glen Abbey, using Twist Face and his M4 driver, Dustin Johnson had 12, yeah, that's right, 12 wedges into greens at Glen Abbey. 12 wedges into greens at Glen Abbey? 390-yard drives on a soft, wet golf course? This isn't Carnoustie, kids. It's Glen Abbey, and that's how DJ got it done. Also, Brooks Kepka. We're going to hear from Brooks as well. You know, he sat down with Bob after he won his second U.S. Open and outdueled Dustin Johnson in that one. Coming down the stretch, two buddies, two TaylorMade ambassadors and members of Team TaylorMade, and they went toe-to-toe at the U.S. Open at Shinnecock Hills, and Brooks Kepka pulls the Curtis Strange going back-to-back at the U.S. Open and out DJ DJ. Calm, cool, collected, used the big stick, used the twist face, and got a second U.S. Open. We also hear from Tomo Bystet, hear from Brian Basil, who was the mind behind twist face technology, and boy, has that been a game changer on tour. You know, I said the biggest difference in the last couple of years was the golf ball, the TP5, and I believe that. That golf ball is unbelievable. Real, And we will hear from Eric uh, Looper uh, later on in the show about that golf ball. It, it's a tremendous golf ball, and I think it's the straightest ball I ever hit. Rory, McEl- Rory McElroy, excuse me, believes it is the greatest golf ball he has ever hit, and, and I tend to agree with him. And that's really the only thing Rory and I have in common is we both agree that's the best ball we ever hit. But... Twist Face has just won all over the planet this year and has really changed the way we think about driver design. And it's the straightest driver I've ever played in my life. Technically speaking, 11 yards straighter in terms of dispersion. That's absolutely incredible gains. If you think what 11 yards are, just go walk that off right now in your living room or wherever it is you are. And that's the difference between fairway rough, rough or out of bounds, significant gains. Now, the recent significant gain is the Gapper. That's right, the Gapper Club from TaylorMade introduced to change the gap in your bag, long irons, fairway hybrids, etc. 
and there's a gap in the world of golf, and Tomo Bysted was up for the Canadian launch of the Gapper, which was in many players' bags, including Tiger Woods at the Open Championship. Three different models, the low, the mid, and the high. Yours truly gonna be playing that low. Tiger had a low in the bag at the Open. Driving iron meets hybrid meets everything in between. Brilliant design. Had a chance to sit with Tomo. Let's hear the man behind the gapper, Tomo Bystad. Back at TaylorMade HQ here in Woodbridge, Ontario, Canada, as well, I'm celebrating the Azuri winning their first Open Championship still, with Tomo Bystad, who is the Vice President of Product Development, at always the man behind the irons, and now transitioning into woods. And I, I said this tonight during our presentation. Yeah. The timing couldn't be better, yeah. because this gapper product that we're celebrating the launch here in Canada that had a great debut at the Open Championship. To me, Tomo, is the transition through someone's bag from irons to their to their favorite possible metal wood and trying to figure out what that need is in between. Is that, is that a good setup there? It is a, it's a great setup. I mean, basically, it's, it's about that gap in your bag, right? Between your kind of longest playable iron, which for a lot of people, it can be a five or a six iron, honestly, uh, and whatever your sort of shortest metal wood is, which is still Typically a three or a five wood for most people. I mean, most people have a three wood and some people have five woods, but there's even with a five wood, a pretty big gap between those two clubs, right? But the five iron and a five wood or a three wood to a six iron even, you're talking, you know, 50 yard gap sometimes. So it, it is a really important transition and a, and a kind of big hole in a lot of people's bags. And you've stayed down the lines of adjustability and custom, being able to custom kind of fit almost anyone right. in this product because you've got a high, a mid, a mid and a low. So you have three options. Mm -hmm. To really kind of play more like a rescue club in the high and closer to what a UDI driving iron would be in the low and then of course the mid in between but it's more than that because you have adjustable loft and you have interchangeable shafts you can almost go any direction with this product yeah i mean one of the things that you know was a kind of a key discovery for us in developing gapper was this idea that you know one size doesn't fit all we, we see a lot of different swings out there a lot of people looking for different things a lot of different kind of looks give people confidence too you know some people like a little bit bigger footprint some people like a more of an iron look and really this uh, whole gapper product was about kind of really making that transition from your irons upward more seamless and that's why all these three clubs look more iron-like than any of our rescues or hybrids have been in the last few years because we know that there's performance that we can still put in these clubs but give people a little bit more comfort factor in going more iron-like. And we also know that that's kind of where the tour has gone, right? So a lot of these guys now on tour are using driving irons or long iron replacements instead of using hybrids. And there's so many benefits of workability and things like that at that level as well that can really come into the design of this product. Now we were talking earlier about speed foam. This has uh, got speed foam technology in the product. The acoustics are amazing. It feels like there's a lot of pop in the bat in this product. I've had an opportunity to hit it tonight. I was very impressed. Uh, we spoke earlier when we did the presentation this, this evening with Nick Taylor. And uh, I asked you, were you surprised that Nick Taylor went to the high? He loves the high because you automatically assume that it's going to be the low in the tour player's bag, which is what we saw a lot yeah. at the debut of the Open Championship. Did, yeah. But don't make assumptions, mm -hmm. get fitted, and there's something here for everybody. Yeah, and I think that's the cool part about it. This is not a cookie cutter situation where, oh, you're this kind of player, so you play this one. This is gonna be all over the map, honestly. So we're gonna see, Mark, we're gonna see guys on tour playing the high, the mid, and the low. Maybe more lows, to be fair, but still plenty of highs. We've had, in addition to Nick, we've had Bo Hostler, who's worked with us in those last couple of weeks. He loves the high. 
he's going to maybe play one or even two in the bag, and that that would, that would be amazing. We've had DJ testing the mid, loving the mid, you know, and then we have guys, obviously, all those guys at the open playing the low, um, you know, and other guys too who were not even didn't have it, but they loved that early test of it. So we're going to see a really good mix, and then you flip that to the amateur side, which is kind of your point was. With amateurs, this is gonna be a huge, huge improvement in this part of their bag because think about how often they have these shots. I mean, tour players, that two, for them, it's a 220 to 250, 60 shot. But for an amateur, this is a 170 to, to maybe 210 yard club. Yeah. Man, they, they have those shots all the time. And that's what's gonna really be exciting about seeing how people fit into different clubs and different shaft options. Yeah, we talked about this tonight too. You know, often products born from the tour, like the TP5, the TP5X, but this one really is, hits home with the average golfer who's probably playing irons maybe in their bag. They don't need to play like three irons and four Absolutely. Irons. And maybe hybrids that don't fit their games. Yeah. yeah it's been a while since a lot of players, the hybrid yeah. market is declined a little. Yeah. And uh, this product is certainly gonna fill the gap, mm -hmm. the gap there you go. See, exactly. see how I did that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, thank you so thank much. You. And uh, what a great year. What an amazing year for TaylorMade. And this is uh, uh, not to say the year's over, but what a yeah. great cherry on top of Twist Face and Ripcord. We've had so much fun with it. And I uh, look forward to seeing you hopefully in yeah. December at Car in Carlsbad. Hopefully, yeah. Great. Thanks yeah. so much. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. I think the best part of the design, or, or one of the best aspects of the design of the Gapper hybrid slash driving iron, is the fact that you can change the loft with the hosel, which is what we've been doing with fairway woods and drivers for quite some time, without affecting the face angle of the club. When you do it with the driver or a fair, fairway wood, if you wanna decrease loft, you're gonna open the face of the fairway wood and the driver. If you're gonna increase loft, you're gonna shut that face down. And with this new product, the Gapper, the hybrid and the driving iron models, again, the low, the mid, and the high. The mid, I guess, would land in between what a driving iron and hybrid would be. If you add loft or take loft off, it does not affect at all the angle of that club. It is always gonna remain neutral, and it is always going to remain square. So if you're like me and you got a 17 degree, two iron driving iron model of the low and you want to take some loft off that no worries at all on hitting cuts or fades that's still a neutral uh, face you can play whatever shot you like on the other side i had the opportunity to speak with brian basil earlier this year in carlsbad about the release of the twist face which you can find in the new m4 m3 drivers from TaylorMade. brian walked us through the new revolutionary technology and what it means for you in your bag and what it means for the best players in the world we'll hear from brian basil next this is our TaylorMade equipment edition TaylorMade special on golf talk canada this segment of GTC was brought to you by Acura. Precision crafted performance. Acura, celebrating 30 years in Canada. Visit Acura.ca for the 2018 lineup and dealership incentives. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by the TP5 and TP5X Golf Ball. Five layers make it exactly like nothing else. Visit TaylorMadeGolf.ca to switch today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks.
Welcome back to our TaylorMade special here on GTC. We'll be back next week at our usual time for TV and radio with a brand new edition of Golf Talk Canada. Lots to get to, obviously, in the next weeks or so with the PGA Championship. And then, of course, the kickoff to the FedEx Cup playoffs. Yours truly will be at New, uh, excuse me, Paramus, New Jersey for the kickoff of those FedEx Cup playoffs. Looking forward to that. I'll be doing PGA Tour Radio live play-by-play for all four days to kick off the playoffs. And of course, Bob will be on location for TSN and Golf Talk Canada for the PGA Championship, the year's final major. And of course, this is the last year that the PGA Championship will end the major golf season as it moves to May. And under that new schedule now with the Players' Championship in March and the Masters in its usual spot in in April, the PGA Championship in May, the U.S. Open in June, and the Open Championship in July. July will end the major championship season, and the Open Championship will be your final shot to grab a major. And then, of course, the playoffs will take place in August, ending before the NFL season, which I think is fantastic for all golf and fantastic for the FedEx Cup playoffs. Now, getting back to our tailor-made product special, wow, what a difference this year with Twistface. And we're going to talk about some of the players who use it around the world and some of the success it's had on tour in our next segment. But just from a personal level, the invention or the creation of that TP5, TP5X golf ball, which is the ball that I personally play. I played it in a Pro-Am in St. Kitts in the wind a couple years ago. I couldn't believe how much straighter that golf ball was. But until I put twist face in the bag this year, I didn't realize that I could get absolutely even straighter. Um, there's no point in hitting it far if you can't keep it in the fairway. And I think what people are starting to realize, amateurs and pros alike, that being 8 to 11 yards straighter is also actually being further. Because you are losing distance if you are losing the balls left and right. If there's too much curvature to your golf ball, especially with a fade and an open face, you are losing mileage. Twist faces change that. It's not just distance, it's straight distance, and what a difference. The man behind the product, Brian Basil, had the opportunity to speak with Brian at HQ, at the Kingdom earlier this year in Carlsbad. Let's hear my conversation with Brian Basil. With Brian Basil, Vice President of Product Creation here at TaylorMade, we're at the Kingdom, and exciting new product in the driver family in 2018, M3, M4, but this is revolutionary. 130 years, and we have a change in face technology. Let's start there, yeah. and let's start with M3, Brian. Yeah, so in both M3 and M4, there's a new uh, technology called Twist Face. So it's the the face is completely changed in the uh, the contouring of it to really help golfers get the ball back on their line, on their intended line, when they miss hit it all over the face. So bulge and roll is no longer, uh, the, you know, it's been basically the face technology for 130 years, like we just yeah. said off the top here. Uh, explain a little bit about the twist face in sense, because I'll, I'll give you my personal experience from this yesterday. Yeah. I, I, you know, you got to feel it to believe it. Went out on the range, hit the M4, made eight or nine swings, most of them decent swings. The eighth or ninth shot hit one high on the toe, which is my miss. Looked up, waiting for it to quack to the right yeah. as a left hander. Yeah, right. Kind of. 
gave up on it, looked up, the ball moved two yards max. Right. There's got to be 10, 11 yards difference here that you have figured out in savings in this Swiss face technology. Yeah, you know, the, the most interesting part about this story really is that that bulging roll that's been around for 130 years uh, really wasn't questioned too much until today, or really for us at TaylorMade about three or four years ago when we had the ability to look at data golfers data on the golf course thousands and thousands of shots hit all over the face um, to discover how people were actually bringing the club into impact in a way that's different than the way we typically set up a robot and so now in fact they have this large representation of what a twist face is we figured out that on your toe shot you need a little bit more loft and you need that ball in your case you're a lefty from going right we need to bring it back to the center more often for the way you as a golfer are presenting that club impact when you're hitting it on the toe. And that same technology works in the heel, it's available in the M4, it's available in the M3, as well as new hammerhead technology. Let's talk about that because it's in both products. Yeah, so golfers want to hit it a lot further, they want to hit it straighter. And so Twist Face obviously helps you hit it straighter, and straighter is typically longer. But on top of that, we have this new hammerhead slot, actually both in M3 and M4. And that's designed to give golfers more ball speed, and it helps you drop the unwanted spin. And so both benefits provide more distance to the golfer. In this case, we've been able to make our faces thinner, lighter, more flexible, and increase that sweet spot. Now, M4, built for speed as always, uh, if you want to maximize distance, M4. M3, also built for speed, but personalization. You've created a new Y-Track that's new for 2018. Oh, I can't even guess at the uh, possibility of personal options and personalization in this product. It's, it's, it's outstanding. Yeah, it's, it's kind of scary to say. There's over a thousand combinations of, of different places you can set it to personalize it for your game. To your point, um, you know, with the M4, we have the G Acoustic Soul. It allows us to make the face bigger and, and make it even more forgiving. But when, you're, when you get into this M3 and this new Y-Track, you can really get whatever you want as a golfer. You've got a draw, fade. You know, you can put all that weight forward or all that weight back and split it and get increased inertia and stability. We've actually opened up the track. Not only is it a new shape, but we've opened it up so these weights can move, 22 grams of weight can move all the way throughout. So it really moves the mass of the head in a big way to affect that ball flight. And of course the loft sleeve is back in both models. Team TaylorMade will be debuting these early in January on the PGA Tour. Everybody excited to have it in the bag on Team TaylorMade. We saw yeah. some of them uh, their comments this week as we were down here. Yeah. Exciting stuff. And also fairway woods and hybrids being released as well down the line in M3 and M4 this year. Exciting stuff, Brian. As always, big home run in 2018. Yeah, we're so jacked up and excited. Um, technologies like Twistface just don't come around every, every year. So. No, it's every 130 that's right. <laughs> so, I can't wait to have mine in my bag. You're not going to see the next one. No, that's yeah. it. Thanks yeah. so much. Yeah, thanks. Always great to visit the kingdom. Always great to visit Tomo, Brian, the entire team down at TaylorMade in Carlsbad. What a beautiful part of the world. You know, you usually get the sneaking around at Torrey Pines as well while you're there. So how can you complain about around at Torrey Pines? Perfect weather, too. It's like... 80 degrees Fahrenheit and pure sunshine, 350 plus days a year. Talk about a place to hang your hat one day. Anyway, great talking to Brian. Great that I'm doing well with the twist face, but who really cares? What about some of the best players in the world and what they've done with twist face in the last six to seven months? We'll get into that next, starting with the U.S. Open champion, Brooks Kepka. This is our tailor-made special right here on Golf Talk Canada. 
This segment of TTC presented by Acura was brought to you by the TP5 and TP5X Golf Ball. Five layers make it exactly like nothing else. Visit TaylorMadeGolf.ca to switch today. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by JPSM Golf, Canada's leading distributor of electric walking golf trolleys, including Kart Tech, Moto Caddy, and Stewart Golf Dream Machines. Visit JPSMGolf.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to our TaylorMade product special and staying with Twist Space. If you're just joining us, we just heard from Brian Basil in the previous segment. Uh, Brian Basil, the man behind Twist Space technology, which you can find in the M3, M4 driver line from TaylorMade. And both the M4 and the M3 have found monster success on all tours around the world with some of the best players in the world using the product. One of those players is a gentleman who won back-to-back U.S. Opens. Has not been done since the late 80s and Curtis Strange. That is a difficult task. When you think of the great players, the Tiger Woods, the Phil Mickelsons, the Ernie Els, the Vijay Singhs, the Dave Duvalls, and of course our modern day stars of Jason Day and Rory McIlroy and all those best players currently in the world that are using Twist Face technology no one has gone back-to-back in a U.S. Open since Curtis Strange in the late 80s until this year when Brooks Kepka got it done by outdueling his best buddy, Dustin Johnson, down the stretch at Shinnecock Hills. Now, most people say he out-DJed DJ. He looked cool, calm, collective, and boy, did he pound on that driver all week. Brooks Kepka using twist face, Part of that uh, success that we've alluded to all through the show, he had an opportunity to speak with Bob Weeks, who was covering the U.S. Open for TSN and Golf Talk Canada all week down at Shinnecock. He went one-on-one with Kepka after winning his second straight U.S. Open. Brooks, congratulations. This course had a lot of different looks to it through the first three days. When you showed up Sunday, what were you expecting? I was expecting to win a golf tournament. Uh, I felt like I was playing very well. I felt like I was in a good place mentally, and you know I was excited to be out uh, competing for a major, uh, the first one of the year that I've played. Uh, haven't missed Augusta, but uh, it was fun, man. I really enjoyed it, and this one is definitely a lot sweeter than the last. Was the course what you were expecting? I mean, you came off so many different looks from between Thursday and Saturday when you stepped up there. Was it what you expected? Yeah, you know, you watch a little bit of it on TV. Uh, you see guys are spinning the ball. Uh, guys are holding green, so you know it's going to be a little bit softer. Uh, see the pin locations are a little bit more in the center of the greens than they, they had been the last three days. Um, and you knew going in that there was going to be some red numbers. And then when you're out there, you see what Tommy did. And then, you know, as we're playing the first couple of holes, I saw what Patrick was doing very early and you know that there's birdies uh, out there you just need to go get them. I think a lot of people think of you as primarily a power player and yet today I would say that it was probably the clubs at the other end of the bag that got it done for you that up and down I know it was a bogey but on 11 up and down on 12 14 were those the most important clubs for you today? 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I feel like I'm probably one of the most underrated putters. Uh, everybody sees, you know, the driver. It's easy to see how long, see how far you hit it. Um, but I'm such a good putter. Uh, inside eight feet, I put the ball very well, very consistent, and you know, it's it shined. I guess um, in the last last year at the U.S. Open and, and this week, it, it really did shine. It saved me <laughs> a bunch of strokes. I know that. And you know, U.S. Open, you got to be able to do that. You got to be able to make some key ten-foot par saves um, and even bogey saves, uh, as I did on eleven. Um, you, you mentioned you've missed some golf this year. You had some injuries, and I, someone told me that you said last week that you felt like you were hitting it awful. I don't know if that's true or not, but when you came in here, you're saying that there's nobody more confident out here than me. Why did you say that? I felt like I was in a good place mentally. I felt like my game was in good shape. Uh, anytime you're defending, you're going to have a little bit more excitement to be out here. Uh, first major of the year uh, for me, and. You know, it's I was defending, and all you have all these things that go into it. And you know, I love U.S. Opens. I love the tough test. Uh, you know, half the guys you can eliminate just because you know they're not used to the tough conditions. Mentally, they're going to break down, uh, things like that. And anytime you put me on a tough test um, where you're firing away from pins and you know there's disaster around the corner, uh, I I actually really enjoy that. Was, was your mental strength come from? All the stuff you, all the places you've played. You played in Europe. You played the Challenge Tour. You played all those things. You put yourself in tough situations. Is that where you, where you kind of learned that? Yeah, I would say so. Uh, the road I took isn't exactly easy. Um, you know, nothing's ever really come easy for me. I never, never was the guy that was out winning. I always had to fight for something. Um, you know, I didn't win in college till my senior year. And then, you know, coming out of the gates, I won a little bit in Challenge Tour, and then you just got to keep elevating your game. Um, you know, I haven't won as much on the PGA Tour as I would have liked. Uh, one PGA Tour and two majors. Uh, sounds kind of funny, but I'll take it. Uh, it's it's something I just need to work on and, you know, kind of win win more. Uh, that's, that's the goal right now. There are 137 players who won one major. There are now 38 players who've won two. What does it say to you about Brooks Kepka that you've got two majors now? You're in a special group there. Yeah, it's uh, it's an incredible group of names. Um, when you look at guys that have won multiple majors, it's it's mind-boggling. Uh, I can't even wrap my head around it right now. Uh, it's special that all the names on that list are you know Hall of Fame guys, and you know I've still got a few years in me uh, before I'm done. So hopefully, keep adding to that list. Maybe you'll do it at Carnoustie. We'll see you there. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Okay. Appreciate it. Now, Brooks Kepka is not the only player to have success with the twist face. Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, Jason Day, Justin Rose, all players that have won with twist face this year, just to name a few. And of course, let's not forget world number one, Dustin Johnson, also winning with twist face and of course there's a lot of members on the pga tour and european tour that use twist face each week week in and week out that you know we can't advertise or taylormade can't advertise that uh, they are a member of the team taylormade family because they're under contracts with other people or they're not under contract with taylormade they just want it in the bag because they know it's the best product on the planet it's all over tours everywhere but uh, again concentrating on team tailor-made as a standalone I guess the flag bearer of team tailor-made would be Dustin Johnson considering he is world number one 
And now while we're recording this special, Dustin Johnson is three wins deep this year on the PGA Tour. The most recent being, of course, the RBC Canadian Open. I alluded, alluded to it off the top of the show this week. He had 12 wedges in his hand coming into par fours and par fives on Sunday at Glen Abbey. Well, you can't have 12 wedges in your hand on a final round unless you're absolutely pounding the big dog. And that's what Dustin Johnson did on his way around Glen Abbey for a dominating victory at the RBC Canadian Open. Weeksy and I were both there working for TSN, Golf Talk Canada, PGA Tour Radio, and Bob had a chance to go one-on-one with DJ after he finally captured the Canadian Open, which has eluded him for so long. He came so close at Glen Abbey in the past, and with the final event at Glen Abbey, he finally got it done. Dustin Johnson, congratulations. I know this is a trophy that uh, you wanted to raise before. You've come close before. What does it mean for you to get it over the hump and get this this victory? It, it definitely means a lot. It's uh, you know I've got a lot of fans. I get a lot of support up here. Got a lot of ties to Canada with Wayne and Paulina and and the family. So uh, it, it was a lot of fun playing out here. I had a lot of support from the crowd, and you know it means a lot. Especially I've been so close here twice before. I like this golf course. It's the last time it's going to be here. Um, you know, so it, it was a lot of things, and you know it was definitely one that I really wanted to win. It was a jumped, jumbled leaderboard when you started off the day. You got off to a quick start. How important do you think that was in setting the tone and telling the other guys in the field, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go low here. You better catch me. Yeah, I mean, you know, this golf course, you got to, you need to get off to a good start. You know, there's a lot of birdie holes, you know, and, you know, you got to drive it in the fairway, which I felt like I did a really good job of today. Gave myself a lot of opportunities. But, yeah, I mean, I knew I was going to have to go out and shoot a good score if I wanted to win. I mean, there was too many guys right around the lead. But, um, you know, I felt like if I could get out and get in front, um, you know, I'd be tough to catch. You said yesterday that one of your keys was to try and take advantage of the par fives. Finally, in the fourth round, you got all four birdies on all par fives. That must have been a real key as well. It was. Uh, yeah, it was the first time I played the par fives well, you know, as a whole in one day. So that, that was a big plus. And, you know, it was, uh, you know, did a lot of things very well today. Hit a lot of greens, had a lot of close looks at birdie. Didn't really make, make a lot of putts, but I hit good putts. And, you know, I did everything very solid, and I was very proud of the way I played today. I know you're the world's number one and you're the best player in the world right now, but can something like this boost your confidence even more? Yeah, it definitely gives me confidence, especially coming off a tough week last week. Um, you know, playing well this week consistently for four days, having four really good rounds. Um, the way I feel like I'm swinging my club, I feel like I've got control of the golf ball. I'm controlling the distance very well. I'm driving it good. Definitely gives me a lot of confidence going in for the rest of the year. All right. Congratulations once again, Dustin. Thank you. Going to be interesting to see how many wins he uh, compiles for the remainder of this year. Going to be interesting to see who gets player of the year as well. Obviously, DJ in that conversation. Don't forget, 20 Weeks of TaylorMade is continuing. So if you haven't participated, we still have a few weeks left. The only way you can win is if you enter. So subscribe to Golf Talk Canada TV and radio on YouTube. That's right. Subscribe. GTC, Golf Talk Canada TV and radio on YouTube. It is free to sign up. We've been giving away product all year. You still have a chance at the grand prize, which is a custom set of TaylorMade through the bag, top to bottom and a Stewart X9 electric walking trolley from JPSM Golf. The grand prize alone worth close to $8,000, but the only way to win is if you subscribe. On the other side, 
We're going to talk wedges. That's right. TaylorMade High Toe Wedge has been all over the tour all year. We're going to look at it next. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura, was brought to you by JPSM Golf, Canada's leading distributor of electric walking golf trolleys, including Kart Tech, Moto Caddy, and Stewart Golf Dream Machines. Visit JPSMGolf.com. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of Golf Talk Canada is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit weathertech.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada and our tailor-made product special. Tailor-made special. What a year of dominance on the PGA Tour for our friends at TaylorMade and their great support to Golf Talk Canada throughout the years, not just on radio, but of course on television as well. And I'm great. it's always great when you see good people have great success. And it's fun working with the pe- people at TaylorMade, not only in Canada, but the global team out of the U.S. And they, they give us great access and give us uh, their time and their knowledge. And it's, it's fun to cover their product. And uh, one of the neat things uh, we saw uh, this year out of TaylorMade earlier this year was the high-toe lob wedge. I saw Dustin Johnson lean on that high-toe lob wedge at Kapalua when I was doing PG. DJ Tour Radio way back in January. I was with DJ for four days at Kapalua. I saw him drive par fours. I saw him dominate Kapalua with the Eagles. It was crazy. But he was hitting a ton of flip wedges all week. These low, kind of controlled trajectory lob wedges that had the proper spin and the proper trajectory and not the normal flight you would see on a lob wedge. I'm like, what is this product? Well, it was the tailor-made high-toe lob wedge. They were able to move the center of gravity in that golf club so that a player can not only open the face and hit high, soft flop shots with the new sole design, but with moving the center of gravity, also those low spinners, keep it under the wind in Kapalua, and boy, did DJ put on a show. I had the opportunity to speak with the gentleman behind that high-toe lob wedge and how they were able to move around the center of gravity and come up with this new design. His name is Paul Demkowski. He's with the TaylorMade team out of Carlsbad. Spoke to him earlier this year. Let's hear about the high-toe lob wedge. Standing here on the lovely range at the Kingdom, the short game area, I'm with Paul Dinkowski. He's a product manager for irons, wedges, and putter. And I want to talk to you about this wedge, Paul, because this caught my eye immediately. I have a personal reason why I love this wedge. We're going to get into that in a <laughs> sec. But uh, first of all, the vintage fin- finish and the high toe. Tell us a little bit about this product. Uh, it looks quite unique. It s- certainly stands out. Yeah, so first to mention the finish. It's an antique copper finish. So it's a triple plating process. The first is nickel. The second is copper, and the last is a black nickel. And then we take it to a soft wheel and reveal some of that copper for an aged look. What's also unique about this wedge is just like a penny, like a U.S. penny. It's going to age and it's going to darken over time. So next is the shape. Obviously, the name high toe is interesting. And you say, okay, well, why is it a high toe? Well, when we get the high toe uh, weight added up here and the pockets down below, we get the CG a lot higher. So what that does is it has a much lower launch and higher spin. And it also helps on open face shots when you want that face to stay open around the green. You don't want that to release and close down. Also, 
we have the CG a little bit more centered with that high toe geometry, and what that does is help for control. So I'm hearing a lot of versatility in this wedge. Mm -hmm. uh, from a better player standpoint, I'm loving the fact that what I'm hearing as well is on, on fuller shots or stock shots, I can flight it low but still get my spin. I don't need to hit that high one all the time. What I love about this wedge is I haven't had a wedge in my bag in 20 years that I haven't had to grind myself. Mm -hmm. I eventually get over to the wheel, I take all the bounce off it, and the reason I do that and work on the heels so that when I open the face of the wedge, I can feel like I can get this leading edge low to the ground, I can slide it under, hit high soft shots from tight lies, tight white, uh, wet lies, etc. I looked at this wedge, immediately I opened it up, the leading edge was already right against the ground and you've done it with all this bounce. Explain mm -hmm. the mechanics. How is that even doable? Exactly. So first I just want to mention how complex this geometry is on the sole. And with our new mill grind technology, we're able to capture that precisely to our design every time. Where traditional hand polishing products they can't do that because it's so it's so uh, inconsistent from polisher to polisher. So we're able to capture that exactly every time. So first, if you look at the leading edge here, there's got a lot of ski there. There's a lot of bounce. Then it goes into a channel cut sole, and then it has a relief around the heel and toe. So what that does is allows to what Mark mentioned. In a square face shot, you play a normal bounce for full shots. But when you open the face shot, it stands really low with the leading edge and allows you to slide under, so lots of versatility there. Gives you a lot of visual confidence, you open that face, you can get it right underneath. Uh, of course, all the best players in the world are going to have it in their bag, Rory, uh, Justin Rose, etc. But the one in my hand, 64 degrees. First time we've seen that in quite some yeah, time absolutely. from TaylorMade. Of course, Dustin Johnson uh, yeah. apparently uh, requested yeah, the 64. Yeah, using it right now, testing it pretty heavily here. That's going to be fun to watch. So look out for these wedges coming soon. Also, uh, the MG, the mill grind um, uh, model, also in the line for this year with some different finishes. We've got a black finish, the chrome finish as well. Lots of wedge options from TaylorMade in 2018. That high toe wedge, what a cool product. And uh, the entire team has it in the bag. Uh, Rory, DJ, etc. And it's had some great success. It's just a fun club to play and a real interesting design. And I'm expecting uh, more interesting designs in the future from that wedge department. Uh, that high toe was a real winner this year. Don't forget, 20 weeks of TaylorMade is still continuing. I know there's only a couple of weeks left. We've given away close to $20,000 worth of products so far this year on 20 weeks of TaylorMade, but there's no reason you still can't participate and get in on the big grand prize. We're giving away a custom set of TaylorMade golf clubs, driver right through to putter and bag, custom fit top to bottom, the tour experience, and we're also throwing in a Stewart X9 electric walking trolley from JPSM Golf. That grand prize alone worth close to $8,000, but the only way you can win is if you subscribe to us on YouTube, Golf Talk Canada, TV and radio on YouTube. If you subscribe, it's free and you still have a couple of weeks and some big chances to win. So jump in and get involved. That wraps up hour one of Golf Talk Canada. If you want to catch hour two and you're not in the right market, jump in on the iHeartRadio app or online, of course, at tsn.ca. And you can get 60 more minutes of Golf Talk Canada. We're going to talk golf ball. We're going to hear from Nick Taylor. We're going to talk about Ribcore and the TaylorMade irons. Lots to get to. We're back live next week, our usual time on TV and radio. Get you set for PGA Championship week on TSN. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, first good decision on the golf course, it always starts in the closet. 
This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit weathertech.ca. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Golf Talk Canada. For blogs, show archives, video highlights, and TV schedule, visit us online at golftalkcanada.ca. We'll be right back with more GTC. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada in our tailor-made special here for GTC in the year that was 2018. If you're just joining us, we've heard from Tomo Bystead on their Gapper Iron and Hybrid product that was just recently launched. Very exciting new product there. Of course, Twistface. Who doesn't know about Twistface and the success it's had this year. We heard from Brian Basil, who was behind the product development. Of course, we heard from Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson, DJ, winning it, using it to win three times already in 2018. And the last one, the Canadian Open, of course, Brooks Kepka using it at the U.S. Open for his back-to-back U.S. Open victories, and of course, everybody who's anybody right now with that twist face in the bag, Rory McIlroy, Jason Day, John Rahm, Justin Rose, just to name a few, a ton of big players using twist face technology, and uh, we also spoke a little bit about the high toe wedge, but if you're a regular listener of Golf Talk Canada, you're probably aware on how high yours truly is on the golf ball. And I'm not alone. Rory McIlroy suggests it's the best ball he's ever hit. And John Rahm was one of the first guys to go to the TP5 golf ball line. Uh, I like the TP5X personally myself, but the TP5 golf ball in general was a brilliant breakthrough. The only five-piece golf ball uh, in the world of golf. And Rahm was talking it up, talking it up to the other guys on Team TaylorMade. In fact, if you go on social media, you can actually even find, just Google uh, John Rahm, Rory McIlroy talking TP5 golf ball. It's an interesting little piece because, you know, Rahm was telling the guys, just wait till you hit the golf ball. He was trying to tell Rory, yeah, I know you love the driver. I know you're excited about the equipment, but just wait until you hit the golf ball. Now, all these guys hit the ball a mile. So it's hard to get them very excited about distance at times. And I know, you know, sometimes people don't want to hear that because distance is sexy and, you know, everybody wants to hit it further. But control is key. Control is prominent on the PGA Tour. If you hit it eight yards further out of bounds or eight yards further in the rough, or you can't rely on what a golf ball is going to do from certain locations around the green, from certain lies, the difference between fairway, rough, etc the product is useless to you and when i was able to play the prototype of this golf ball a couple of years ago in a pro-am in st kitts in a sideways win wind excuse me i was absolutely shocked it was that straight it was that good i have always fought the draw and when i'm playing poorly that draws a hook and as a left-hander when that wind is strong out of the left and especially into me out of the left 
I fear losing my golf ball right when I need to hit a soft draw. Well, playing in that Pro-Am at St. Kitts, my jaw dropped. What used to be a, a ball that would move 20, 25 yards, that golf ball was moving 10 to 15, and I'm talking in a wind that was unbearable. Um, it was absolutely brilliant. I got excited about it. And it was great to see the best players in the world get as excited about it. The man behind the product, Eric Loper, he's from Carlsbad. He is the man behind the TP5, TP5X. Bob Weeks had an opportunity to speak with Eric about the product, the new design, the TP5, and its sister, the TP5X, the only five piece on the planet. Here's that audio from Bob and Eric. Eric Loper, the guy who knows all about building these uh, tailor-made golf balls. First of all, congratulations on a sensational year with TP5 and TP5X. Yeah, Five players uh, in, the, in the top 12 in the world now playing this golf ball. Uh, it's got to make you feel good. Uh, fantastic year. It's something we've been waiting for for a long time. So we're here actually where you develop and test and try and figure out what's the next best thing. And I know, speaking to some of your staff here, you're actually working on what will end up being the next generation of the TP5 yes. and TP5X. But why don't you kind of give us a short version of how this ball is actually made? Because when I look at this, as you said, it's white, it's round, and I mean, I don't know the technology that goes in, but there is a lot of technology in this ball. There is a lot of technology that goes into it. It all really starts with an idea, um, and, that, and that source or inspiration for the idea can come from many different sources. It could be from players, tour players, customers, materials research that we do, engineering studies. What's great about having this, this lab that's capable of making golf balls from start to finish, that's the core process through stamping, is it allows us to quickly come out here and make prototypes that we can run through our mechanical testing and ultimately get into the tour players' hands and get their feedback. All right, so let's just kind of look here and give me a, a Reader's Digest version of what okay. all these different parts are. Well, so we start with the core, and this is a polybutadiene rubber uh, for the TP5 and TP5. It's a very soft core uh, with, with ingredients that go into it that help us adjust the compression, the weight, and ultimately the COR. And it's a, it's a process where we mix uh, rubber and these ingredients in a two-row mill on a small scale. We're not looking for large quantities here. And then we what we'll do is we'll roll out uh, the sheet and create these little preps. And those preps get placed into a core cavity press where it's going to be uh, formed and cured under heat and pressure. And this the output from that operation would be this uh, this part that's here. The result. Okay. That's the result. So that's the inner core. That's the inner core. And you can see that there's some flash on there and it's not going to be perfectly round and we go through a process that's uh, called centerless grinding. It's the same process that's used for uh, billiard balls to make sure it's round to set ourselves up for success on the next operation. Okay. Then we're going where? Then we're going to go to the to, to the next, really the next three layers. Use a thermoplastic material with different material properties. We start with something that's going to be uh, very, very soft. Um, and then what we do is we increase the flex modulus, the compression, and the COR in each of these successive layers. And the, the reason we have those different layers and material properties is it allows us to use a very soft inner core. And it's that core that's going to help us get low spin off your driver and irons that give the players the playability and distance that we're looking for. So, so it actually goes into something like this? It does go into something like this. We're using these plastic pellets and it goes into a heated barrel section and that material is going to get injected into a mold base and into a cavity that looks like this. It's going to be smooth um, and what we do is we place an insert 
into the cavity, the material gets injected into the cavity, and at some point, the material, when the material wraps around that insert to a point where it's supporting the insert, those pins will Drop retract. Okay. And then we'll fill the remainder of the void there. So that when the part comes out, it looks like something like this. And then again, we grind it so that's perfectly round, and we go to the next process. So, you, yes. And then it comes to here? Then next we'll, stage, you're going to put a cover yeah, on it. After, at some after point. three layers, then what we'll do is we'll prepare it for cast urethane. And, and as you experienced today, yeah. uh, it's a two part process an A and B come together, get mixed, get poured into a cavity. We insert the mantle that will ultimately form a part that looks like this, but will have some flash. Okay. And then that flash is removed with the seam buffing process. We prepare it for paint, and then we add several coats of paint. And, and in this lab, this is this is you're making small batches. You're trying to test the next generation, so you're using different compounds, different variations. Yeah. How do you keep track of them all? That must be a process in itself. It, well, it is. And what we do is we change the color of the components. So, like if we're if we're doing a, a study where we want to figure out what will happen if we change the core compression, what we'll have is uh, that we'll have three or four different batches: a blue, a red, a black, and a yellow. Each representing a different compression and then we'll move that along the process. Well the good thing Eric is you don't really have to know what goes into it you just have to know it works and obviously with the success you've had on tour it works. I know you've got all sorts of stuff planned for 2018, 2019 uh, but for right now uh, thanks for spending some time with us. Absolutely thank you I appreciate it. Very exciting product the TP5 and TP5X and if you play anywhere at all in, in wind um, especially I highly suggest if you haven't tried this product, please go out and try it. Um, you know, I make no uh, bones and I don't tr hide the fact at all that I am a tailor-made ambassador, a proud one, and have been one for quite some time. So I know a lot of you are saying, well, of course, Mark, you know, he's going to talk up tailor-made as much as he can. And I do because I love the product and, and they're a great par partner and, and they provide great equipment to the best in the world and in the amateur. But I'll tell you right now, I don't care how long you've been playing with, with your particular golf ball. I don't care how long you've been allegiant to one brand do yourself a favor especially on a day where it's not perfect and go put a tp5 or tp5x golf ball in play give it a shot if you haven't tried it you're not doing yourself justice if you want to hit it straighter especially and if you want to hit it straighter in poor conditions i definitely uh, suggest you try this product we're going to switch gears a little bit on the other side paul dinkowski we spoke to him in hour one uh, regarding the high toe wedge but uh, paul also involved with the tailor-made uh, putter group and their design and of course you know the spider gets all the attention tailor-made spider it's in the bag of a lot of the best players in the world including dustin johnson uh and there's so many different varieties of spider uh, putters and models but there's more to the putter line at TaylorMade than just uh, the Spider. There's the Oddmore line, there is, excuse me, the Oddmore line, there is the TP line, there is so much variety uh, in, in the TaylorMade uh, putter design, and there's so many options for you to get uh, involved with. You have classic designs in that TP line with you know that dark bronze head or the stainless steel head. You've got every classic design you could possibly ever want in a putter. Uh, mallets in, in the 
add more line, if you like round uh, visual aids uh, and, and a bigger mallet style with, with a high MOI. And then, of course, you can't go wrong with that, with that spider design that just keeps winning in the bags of Dustin Johnson and Rory McIlroy, uh, who has gone back and forth with it, John Rahm as well. And uh, you're probably at some point in your life have had a spider uh, version of that putter in the bag at some point. So we'll talk putters next and what goes into them with Paul Dinkowski. This is our tailor-made special 2018 right here on GTC. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Cedar Bray Golf Club. Premier golf in a perfect natural setting close to home. Limited memberships are still available for 2018. Don't be shut out. Visit cedarbraygolf.com today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sakino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to our TaylorMade product special. We've gone through the entire line so far on TaylorMade. We've talked about everything, but haven't really gotten into putters or irons. So we're going to get into irons a little later with Tobo Bystead, and we're going to talk some putters now. We're also still going to hear from Canadian Nick Taylor, who is a member of the TaylorMade team and the TaylorMade family. So we'll hear from Nick before our show is out. But Paul Dinkowski, who we heard from earlier in the show regarding the TaylorMade high toe wedge, is also involved with the TaylorMade putter design. And now really more options uh, than ever before. You want mallets? We got mallets. You like something more traditional in a TP collection, whether it be a, a traditional blade design or half moon uh, type of uh, Ben Crenshaw style looking thing, we got one of those for you too. Lots of beautiful designs, lots of traditional, and also some of the most uh, highest MOI putters as well. And I know we talk a lot about MOI in, in other clubs, but it's important in putters as well, especially if you're someone looking for a mallet. And uh, TaylorMade now has many options, some of the uh, highest MOIs on the market in mallet putter design. And we've seen them in play uh, with players like Justin Rose this year and on the PGA Tour. And of course, let's not forget the Spider. Everybody into Spiders. Uh, they've won so many big events over the years. And, and the current Spider line is uh, as good as it gets with so many different custom options and scoring lines, color options, hosel options on how the hosel enters the Spider head. So much variety. Bob had an opportunity to speak with Paul Dinkowski earlier this year down in Carlsbad, and let's run that interview. We're going to talk putters now with Paul Demkowski from TaylorMade. And Paul, uh, always a lot of new product when it comes to putters with TaylorMade. And uh, the the red, the spider, lots of themes kind of running through from mm -hmm. what you're offering for this year. Tell us about it. So obviously I had a lot of success with Spider this past year on tour at retail. And we got some requests for some different options. So. Our original option here, it didn't have a sight line, it was a small slant neck. Had a lot of success with that. So we're gonna be launching additional sight line options and hosel options. And we're also gonna be offering a new color, diamond silver, 
uh, as well as the black that we also have. So we're going away from, we're advancing, we're expanding beyond the normal stuff. Correct, yeah. Obviously because of the personal preferences that people have with putting, and how do you kind of satisfy everybody? Yeah, that, I mean, that's a tough thing that we're, we're faced with is everybody has their own taste, what they like to look at, what they're confident in. So I think just offering a wide variety of colors and certainly sight lines and hosels, uh, something might suit somebody's eye here for alignment, but then somebody could align a different putter with a different sight line and hosel better. So I think just having those options is important for our line. But the but the, the basics of the spider putter remain the same, and that's correct. obviously a big benefit. Can you walk us through a little yep. bit of that? So it's basically a high MOI design. We are getting all the weight out of the middle here. It's a lightweight aluminum core with a heavy stainless steel frame and wings. So that gets the CG back, which is a lot more stable than if it's more forward. And then it's a high MOI for resistance to twisting and also for kind of roll preservation. If you're going to put it on the toe or the heel, it's going to roll out further than a putter that doesn't have high MOI. Okay, uh, let's move down the line here. This is a kind of a cool looking putter, has that sort of rusty antique feel. Tell me, let's tell us about this. Yeah, so this is our new TP Copper putter. It's an extension of our existing TP line, uh, but it's got this really cool kind of rustic TP Copper look. So this is a triple plating process. It's plated with nickel, copper, then black chrome. Then you can kind of see there's some highlights here around the edges. It's hit in a soft wheel that reveals that and kind of gives it that aged antique look. So this is going to be offered in four SKUs with uh, this one is actually uh, the putter we designed for Rory, uh, which is a Mullen 2 that has a bit more squared off toe and heel and back. And that's going to be available in April of this year. I noticed the red insert. Is that going back to the old Rosa days? Yes, exactly. So we're going back to the red insert. It's a little bit uh, duller than the original red. It's the same as our spider red to kind of tie it in. And this is our pure roll insert that we have in all of our products. So this promotes forward roll. We have a really sophisticated uh, matte fitting system here that can measure the roll. And we get about 25 to 40 RPMs more forward roll just with that insert as opposed to if you had a solid rigid face. And that means if your ball is putt and it hits a little inconsistency of the green where a normal ball that doesn't have roll, it can kind of go offline. Well, this will overcome that with the angular velocity and stay on line. Angular velocity, remember that when you're putting next time. <laughs> uh, Justin Rose would say, probably give you a good case why this is one of the best putters going. He was one of the hottest players at the end of 2017, and this one is what he's had this bag. Exactly. So this is the new Spider Arc putter. This was actually sold in a version in Japan for two years and was the number one model there for a certain time. And as you alluded to, Justin Rose played this for the majority of 2017. So we did some subtle tweaks to it. Uh, notably, we painted the inside white, which at address reveals a circle, which is great for alignment. It's got a heavy stainless steel ring with a lightweight aluminum body. So we get a really high MOI value here with a deep CG. So it's all about stability and feel and alignment with this putter. A couple of different color options as well here with uh, the silver. And yep, exactly. And yep, so we'll have the silver with uh, the same colored ring and the white reveal and then the red here. Now you were telling me one thing interesting about the grip and the preferences for grips now. Maybe mm -hmm. going a little bit smaller than the old oversized. Tell us about it. Yeah, so certainly that's another thing. It's all personal preference. And we've gone with our kind of stuff. Uh, pistol GTR 1.0 for Superstroke, which is kind of right in that in-between range. It's not oversized in today's day, you know, in terms of what there is out in the market. Uh, it's kind of right in between. And we also have some rubber grip options for just that traditional size and feel. Lots of options, lots to choose from uh, TaylorMade when it comes to putting. So many great options, and trust me, yours truly uh, <laughs> he uses all of them. As you, 
I'd love to tell you that one particular putter uh, stays in my bag for the year or multiple years, but un- uh, unfortunately, I'm not good enough with the flat stick to be able to tell you that. So I have a, I have a rotation of about three or four different uh, mallet designs that uh, have found their way into my bag in 2018, and uh, sometimes you just got to change up the look on a putter to get some confidence. If the best players in the world have to do it, well, geez, what what chance do I have uh, putting with one putter for an entire uh, season? On the other side, we'll hear from uh, Tomo Bystad, who was on earlier talking about Gapper. We're going to talk M3, M4 irons, and we're also going to hear from Nick Taylor, a member of Team Canada and a member of Team TaylorMade. This is our TaylorMade product special right here on GTC. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by Cedar Bray Golf Club. Premier golf in a perfect natural setting close to home. Limited memberships are still available for 2018. Don't be shut out. Visit cedarbraygolf.com today. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf and new Tour 360. Visit adidasgolf.ca. Adidas, geared for more. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sakino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to our TaylorMade product special here on Golf Talk Canada. We haven't talked irons and. That's kind of silly, considering all the variety and options that TaylorMade has in their iron line. Now, we're going to talk M3 and M4, which was launched this year, and we're going to talk it with Tomo Bystad. But but before we get to that interview, um, we'd be crazy if we didn't chat a little bit about the launch of the P790 iron which launched this year because it's kind of everything you want in a golf club, in my opinion, Uh, especially for your average golfer, someone with a handicap of, say, anywhere from 6 to 18. uh, These golf clubs give you everything and anything you could possibly imagine. And why do I say that? Well, speed foam technology, for one, uh, injected into the heads of these golf clubs that also have a forging and casting property coming together in one design. And the reason I think this product has been so popular is their hand cannons. These things are about as hot a product as you can find in terms of distance and technology, but they look clean. From the top of the golf club, it is a clean-looking almost like an oversized blade design, and that's what the 790 stands for. It's the length in millimeters of the blade design in their P-series. So if you're anywhere between a high single digit up to an 18 handicap, want a clean look, but don't want to give up distance in technology, P790 was a home run this year. And why choose when you can have everything in an iron? And that's what you really had 
with the P790 product. And of course, there's still the rest of the P line, the 730s, who I don't know anyone personally that can hit the 730s. So unless you consider me talking to Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson once in a while, uh, knowing them personally, uh, that is their player's blade for the PGA Tour and just a gorgeous looking golf club made for the best players in the world. And of course, then the P750 and the P770s, which are cavity back forged designs for your single digit player uh, who wants to look at something clean, be able to shape the ball, control trajectory in the same time, not have to be perfect like a P730. I fell in love with my P770s and uh, they never left the bag, been playing with them for over a year and um, have just never been happier with an iron uh, than I am right now with the P770s and uh, really felt that way even more so after leaving Scotland a few weeks ago where you've got to hit windows and pick trajectories and control it in the wind. Man, do I absolutely love my P770s. All right, moving on. M3, M4 product lines were also introduced this year. Tomo Bystet, he is the man behind that product line. And these are two very interesting irons because they're both forgiving forged golf clubs. They both have rib core technology in the product. What is rib core? The best explanation I've heard on rib core is um, their support beams. Could you imagine bouncing on a tra- trampoline if the frame was made of wet spaghetti? Not the best trampoline effect in the world. But with a good firm frame, that trampoline can really give you spring effect and a secure base. And that's what rib core does to the face of the hot faces in the iron product of the M3 and M4. M3, a little cleaner look, a little less oversized. M4, a little more oversized and a little larger look for confidence for the higher handicap golfer. Tomo Bicet, he's the man behind all of it. And Tomo spoke with Bob earlier this year. Talking irons here with uh, Tomo Bicet of TaylorMade and uh, Tomo, two new irons for mm-hmm. you this year. And uh, one of them has a technology that might have had its foundation in a hockey stick, is that right? Well, it, the name is from a hockey technology with rib core. Um, the technology is a little bit different, but it, you know they have some similar roots in, in terms of you know providing additional stiffness and stability to the product. But obviously in terms of the application of it, it, it is quite different at, at the end of the day. Okay, M3, M4, walk us through what's mm-hmm. new and what's exciting about these new clubs. Okay, so the M3 and M4 are basically our new 2018 kind of game improvement irons and they come in sort of two different flavors the the, the m4 is really your slightly bigger more game improvement uh, model uh, whereas the m3 is sort of it has that same technology but in a smaller more compact more workable package um, the big technology really in these is the rib core technology uh, which really provides incredible uh, forgiveness really on off center hits and straighter distance and, and we're doing that by reducing the energy losses in the head so essentially the stiffness bars that are running on the outside of the face slots stabilize the entire head so when you get a miss hit typically in an iron it would deflect a lot and lose a lot of energy this iron it stays rigid while allowing the face to flex and deliver that cor so really delivering a lot of ball speed and a lot of straight distance and that is true for both of these models you were you were kind of giving the example when you explained this to me about a trampoline that had sort of noodles on the outside right yes you, you walk through that because that's a yeah, good way to sort of absolutely yeah that. so the way to think about rib core is is you know when you have a fast face iron you know the structure is very thin very light uh and essentially even though you have a fast trampoline that if the perimeter isn't isn't supporting it uh, it doesn't deliver energy back to the ball 
properly. It kind of loses a lot of energy around the perimeter. And again, like a trampoline that you're jumping on where the edges aren't rigid and it's loose, you're not going to get that rebound. Um, so with stiffening the perimeter, this face slot's cutting all the way through the face, uh, we're able to still retain that really flexible face. Again, so think about it as a stiff edge trampoline with a really flexible center. Uh, M3, give us a little difference of the two that, that might, this is a little bit smaller head. Yes. A little bit. So with the, with the M3, you're going to notice, uh, first of all, straight away on the rack, a, a narrower sole. As you put it down behind the ball, you're going to see a little bit of a uh, kind of a, a thinner top line, a, a reduced offset, a little shorter blade length. Uh, and as you hit the product, you're going to notice also the M3 um, being a little bit more workable. If you like to hit draws, fades, maybe a little punch shot, uh, the M3 is probably the better club for you. Uh, and also, it's, it's still going to offer that same level of forgiveness and distance that you're going to see in M4. Rounding out a pretty good lineup of uh, clubs right through for uh, TaylorMade. Always great to chat with Tomo. I just find uh, him and Brian Basil just so interesting to talk to when we get into gear and, and uh, what it can do. I'm a techie, so I love it. I just eat it up. Now, it's interesting when you talk to the world's best players because some of them are real gearheads. Some of them love to tinker. Some of them love technology and love to really get into what they're playing and how it works, etc. Other guys just want it to look good, feel good, and they leave all the rest up to the engineers and the people in Carlsbad at TaylorMade. So uh, I love talking to the world's best players as well about their product and, and how they go about it and how they, they look at it. And uh, I had the opportunity to speak with Nick Taylor. I talk to Nick quite often. He is uh, one of our members of Team Canada out there on the PGA Tour. And Nick's been a member of Team uh, TaylorMade forever. In fact, I, I found out it even goes back to his college in amateur days uh, Nick Taylor uh, always uh, a member of the of the TaylorMade family so when new product is released uh, Nick uh, gets excited about it now he's not a guy to automatically just throw something in his bag he likes to play with it a bit he likes to uh, be able to practice with it and feel that it's just right before he gets it in the bag some guys take something and wham it's in the bag next week it just depends on who you are now Nick a winner on the PGA Tour back at the uh, 20 15 Sanderson Farms Championship has yet to be able to add that second victory uh, to his uh, to his record. A bit of a rough year for Nick. Uh, had a rough summer. Uh, just when you thought, you know, maybe this was going to be a big year and he missed a bunch of cuts in a row. The good news for Nick is lately uh, playing much better. Made four cuts in a row now. A T21 at the Barbersall Championship and has inched his way to 128 on the FedEx Cup points list. So one or two more decent starts and Nick's going to be in the FedEx Cup playoffs, which I know is a huge goal for Nick. And I expect him to be there. I think he's going to finish strong. I think he's feeling confident and liking his ball striking. So look out for Nick Taylor uh, at the Northern Trust to kick off the FedEx Cup playoffs in New Jersey in just a few weeks' time. So hopefully Nick can keep this wave of good play going and uh, hopefully he has a strong FedEx Cup playoffs. I had the opportunity to sit down with Nick Taylor when he uh, visited Toronto recently for the launch of the new Gapper product line, which he's been tinkering with. And funny enough, every Everybody expects all the best players in the world to automatically go to the Gapper Low, which is the driving iron model. But not only did he not go to the Low or even the Mid, both Nick Taylor and Dustin Johnson immediately loved the High, which is a product that we assumed that the higher handicap would be more interested in, the average player. Uh, and instead, both Dustin Johnson 
and Nick Taylor both immediately uh, went and started to feel good about the high. In fact, uh, Nick thinks it might even be able to replace his five wood in his bag. Uh, anyway, we had the opportunity to catch up and chat a little. Uh, let's run that interview myself and Nick Taylor from TaylorMade HQ, HQ here in uh, Woodbridge, Ontario, Canada. Mark Sacchino here with uh, Nick Taylor, a member of Team TaylorMade, a member of Team Canada on the PGA Tour, winner of the 2015 Sanderson Farms Championship on the PGA Tour. And Nick, we're here at uh, TaylorMade headquarters uh, this week to celebrate the launch, the Canadian launch of the Gapper. So you and I were talking a bit, we just did a presentation, we were talking off camera. Uh, you've had a five wood in the bag for quite some time, yeah. you're very happy with it. Yeah. Uh, you're actually happy with your three iron as well, but you kind of thought that this product might replace the three iron. Why is that? I think it's a perfect club for off the tees especially. I used a hybrid for quite some time, but I've had a five wood probably for two years. And I loved it because of the height coming in the par fives. Last year, I actually used the UDI three iron for majority of the year. Um, and I think with the center of gravity on these new gappers, it gets the ball pull even a little higher than the UDI does, which would be huge for me because I haven't really always hit that high with the long irons. So I honestly could see potential of taking up the three and four iron, putting in the, the high four and potentially adding new wedges. It adds a lot of versatility to my bag. Not saying that I would do that, but it just gives me the options to do a lot more. And it's nice to have the options too, because you guys play in different conditions okay. all around the world, west coast to east coast, just on our own continent, different types of grasses, etc. I guess having that kind of versatility is, is huge for you, depending on where you're going. Definitely, I think now with being able to, to take shafts out, put different shafts in, but also, if I had all three heads with me week to week, I can take whatever shaft I'm using, put it in a new head, you know, last to get the British Open, a lot of players are using the, the, the two, which just keeps it down, gets the ball rolling. But if you come here this week, we've had a bunch of rain. If you want a little higher, get the stop cooker. Um, the four high would be perfect. So it's it would add a lot of a lot of versatility for your game to be able to play golf courses how you want to play them and not just use the same clubs and try to, to work around it. Now you were telling me that you've been with TaylorMade really since you were in college, and that this week will be your 10th Canadian Open, which has shocked me that, that they, this is actually 10 for you. I, I can't imagine that, which makes me feel old too, by the way. So just to let you know, you're not the only one aging here. Um, you've kind of gone through a lot of evolution with the company and, and, and new products and whatnot. Uh, over the years, in your mind, for your own personal game, not necessarily everyone's game at home, but for your own personal game, what has been the biggest, I don't want to necessarily change, but breakthrough that, that for you being a member of Team TaylorMade over the years that has really kind of landed home with you in your professional career? Yeah, it's, it's funny, even it's been longer since Amber days. When I was, I think I was in 14, right when I started just playing golf. I was able to buy my first set of irons, and that was a big deal because I was in hand-me-downs for my brother. And so these rack irons were in the pro shop. And I'm like, these are the best irons I've ever seen. <laughs> and so I bought them, and I played Tidmate ever since, and that was 15 years ago. Right. So um, it's been an amazing company. They're innovative. Everything, everything they're coming out with it just seems to be a little better, a little ahead of the competition. I was just talking about the high toe wedge that came up this year. I've had in the bag for four or five months, and it's been amazing to be able to try this gapper to put it in to try to fill that void of that three iron that I use, but I don't really utilize as much as I could. So um, everything. 
everybody seems to be at the top of the game. It just makes everybody use it better. Now, this is just after uh, uh, Open Championship week. We're heading into the RBC Canadian Open. You're coming off a good finish at the Barbasol as well. You had some weather delays there, but you played well and had a strong finish. What's the goal for the rest of your just as many FedEx Cup points as we can get and then uh, hopefully get to those playoffs? Yeah, I'm in a spot I haven't been you know, at all, really, this I've been on tour. I'm 127 right now, but I feel like I'm moving in the right direction. I think it's more of an attack mode, and I've, I'm aware of my situation. I need to play well to keep my card in the playoffs, but I think for how I'm playing, I feel confident going in an event where if your mindset is trying to win, everything else will take care of it. So um, that's what I'm trying to do this week. Hopefully, beat, beat the curse of. Well, this maybe this is the week we built. We built if we beat that Pat Fletcher curse. You know, it could potentially be the last year we went Abby, and hopefully, end it on a good note. So Why not? We'll, see. well, you've won before, Nick, and uh, you're a great ambassador not only for Team Canada and the, uh, us Canadians on the PGA Tour. You're also a great ambassador for uh, TaylorMade and the product. And uh, it's always a pleasure talking to you. So Thank thanks so much Appreciate for your time. And good luck. This week, Thank good you. luck the rest of the way. And how about this? I'm doing PGA Tour Radio in New York, so how about this? I'll see you in the playoffs. Sounds good. I like it. Good luck uh, to Nick and the rest of our Canadian boys as they make a push for the playoffs and make a push uh, to maintain their PGA Tour card for next year. Obviously, Adam Hadwin is uh, well inside that top 125, so Adam does not need to worry about his status or qualifying for the playoffs for next year. Mackenzie Hughes, he's still exempt after his win at the RSM Classic, so Mackenzie Hughes does not need to worry at all about where he's going to be playing golf in 2018-19. He will be a member of the PGA Tour. Uh, But Mackenzie Hughes needs a good finish if he wants to get in those FedEx Cup playoffs and play for all that bonus money. Money. And Mackenzie had a great finish at the RBC Canadian Open, uh, low Canadian in the field. So look for Mackenzie Hughes uh, to hopefully finish strong here as well. David Hearn still banging away. Uh, a lot of Canadians still with a chance to make the playoffs. So good luck to all of them uh, the rest of the season. Only four events remaining. So let's get going and let's get more Canadian flags in the FedEx Cup playoffs. On the other side, we'll take a look at some Golf Talk Canada housekeeping, some things in the world of golf, what's coming up on GTC for the remainder of the season and uh, take a look early preview of the PGA Championship this is Golf Talk Canada this segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by Adidas Golf and new Tour 360 visit adidasgolf.ca Adidas geared for more This segment of Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura, is brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to GTC as we wind down today's show. I want to thank everybody at the TaylorMade Golf family, not only here in Woodbridge, Ontario, Canada, but also down in Carlsbad at the Global Headquarters for Support us here on GTC radio and television throughout the years, and it's uh, fun to cover the product. And I can't wait to see what comes next year. In fact, I can't, I don't even know what they're talking about, but I was at that Gapper launch uh, earlier this year, uh, at uh, w- uh, just a few weeks back actually, at uh, the headquarters in Canada. 
And they said to me, just wait till you see what's coming next year. If you think Twistface changed things this year, just wait till you see what's coming this year. I, I tried to get somebody to say something to me. I always try to get David Bradley, who's the general manager of TaylorMade Canada and Latino America. Uh, David and I, you get us in a golf cart together. Uh, he's going to spill something to me. I tried. I couldn't get it. But uh, all I know is that there's something big coming. That's all I know is there's something big company uh, that revolutionary, I heard the word. So for me, that's got to be like twist face level or TP5 level. And these things do not come around every year. This is not a, a little thing because, you know, uh, you can make little improvements along the way, but things like twist face and five piece golf balls that come by once every 50 years, those types of things. The rest of the, the rest of the time, in my opinion, it's little tweaks here or there, little improvements here or there not country miles. And, and that's apparently what's coming. So stay tuned. We'll try to keep on top of it. We'll try to let you know what's coming from the folks at TaylorMade. Still a long way to go here in the Golf Talk Canada season. Uh, we still have many weeks of television left. Uh, one hour preview show for the PGA Championship on television. One hour rack, uh, recap show for the PGA Championship on television. Uh, weeks you'll be on location at Belle Reve uh, Country Club, which will be the host of the PGA Championship. That's at St. Louis, Gateway to the West. It's the 100th edition of the PGA Championship. Who is the favorite right now? Is it Dustin Johnson off the win at the Canadian Open? Can you be player of the year? There's a question for you. Can you be player of the year without a major? Or how many wins do you need to have to be player of the year and not have a major victory? I'll give you an example. Right now, Dustin Johnson has three victories, but no major. Francesco Molinari has two wins, but one of them's a major. And that's not including his win on the other side of the pond. Now, that does not come into equation when we're talking about player of the year on the PGA Tour, but let's be honest, it's in everybody's head. So who right now is a player of the year? Bubba Watson... He has three victories as well. Now, you start to wait what type of victories these are and when in the season they came. Did it come at the end of the schedule? Did the wins come in the fall series? I know we're not supposed to call it the fall series. Let's call it the early part of the wraparound schedule. See, I think Justin Thomas sometimes, JT gets a bit of a knock or he doesn't get the hype of a Dustin Johnson when it comes to talking about who the best player in the world is. Because quite often, Justin Thomas' victories come in a time of the year when maybe we're not as focused on the importance of golf as we are during the major schedule, during the summer. Now, with the exception of JT's PGA Championship win, of course, that's a major, and that means a lot. But does winning in China at an HSBC event in the fall mean as much? Or for that matter, does DJ winning at Kapalua in dominating fashion early in January, in yes, a winner's only field, but yes, a small field of 30 players, does that mean as much? Beating 30 guys instead of beating 140 guys at a regular tour stop. So these are the questions that I'm curious because right now, in my opinion, player of the year is blurry. Absolutely blurry right now, player of the year. You can go five different ways with player of the year right now, which is going to make the end very, very interesting. 
considering we have a playoff and we have a major, I think somebody needs to get up there, grab the baton, and run with it because right now player of the year is a blurry one. And it wouldn't surprise me at all. It would not surprise me at all if it was Dustin Johnson that added one or two more victories the rest of the way and closed out the year with five wins and uh, and just said, hey, I'm the guy. I'm not only the FedEx Cup champion, I'm not only the uh, best player in the world, but I'm also player of the year. And let's just put an end to that conversation. But, but that could change if somebody else walks away with the PGA Championship. Hit us up on Twitter, at Golf Talk Canada. Again, at Golf Talk Canada. Hit us up on Twitter. Who's the current best chance? Who's the person in the lead right now, in your opinion, who is player of the year right now? If it ended right now, who's player of the year? DJ, Bubba, Francesco, JT, who is player of the year right now? Hit us up at Golf Talk Canada and let us know. Thanks so much for listening. We're back next week. Regular time for radio. A regular time for a one-hour edition of Golf Talk Canada TV for the preview and the recap. And don't forget, 20 Weeks of TaylorMade is still continuing, so there's still time for you to win that grand prize, a custom set of golf clubs through the bag from TaylorMade top to bottom, the tour experience, and a Stewart X9 electric trolley. The grand prize alone valued at close to $8,000, but the only way you can win is if you subscribe to us at Golf Talk Canada TV and radio on YouTube. Again, that's Golf Talk Canada TV and radio on YouTube. It's free to subscribe. There's a ton of great content, and you have a chance to win thousands of dollars worth in great prizes. Looking forward to being back on TV this week and radio. We'll catch you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, first good decision on the golf course always starts in the closet. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Golf Talk Canada. For blogs, show archives, video highlights, and TV schedule, visit us online at golftalkcanada.ca.